Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. I didn't like about last week was the sound I, it really bothered me <laughs> really it wasn't bad it was just i felt like <clears throat> it was me getting remembering how to record all while having a new person in and having to know how to check their meter which that nigga was yelling <laughs> yeah i mean he was he was excited but i think i mean Nobody else has said anything. It's just one of those things where I'm hard, hardest on myself. Yeah. Um, I did get the most feedback I've ever gotten. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of um, traffic to my page by women. <laughs> Ooh, clocking. Uh, and I'm just like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> what are you ladies here for? What are you trying to see? What do you want to know? Bro, <laughs> I took a lot out, but it's some stuff in there. Like y'all niggas was just, yeah. The end oh, was very cringy for me. Listening back, I was like, mm. didn't think I was drunk, but I was drunk. I oh guess, yeah. for like an hour. Yes, <laughs> and it was like, oh, drunk Kim is here. Oh, okay. I was drunk for an hour. Yeah, because by the time I got home, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, the pizza sobered you up. Yeah, probably. Again, you were out here, bro. <laughs> Embarrassing. I don't see how he can hang around people, drink because all of his friends, especially if he hangs around, like they all drink mm. all the time. <laughs> I guess it's just one of those things where you get used to it. Like that's how it is with Spy because Spy doesn't drink. I don't know if I could ever get used to it, except for that night that we went out. And watched uh, the uh, championship game. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, was it a championship game? What did we watch? Yeah, national championship. Yeah. Um, I think it was really good, though. Like, I wasn't afraid, but I was just wondering. I was wondering how it was going to go. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, like, after... <laughs> After I talked to him on the phone that day, I was like, this is not going to go. <laughs> like, this isn't going to be an, an interview interview. This is going to be like him being him. Yeah. Because even at the end when I was trying to, you know, after we had gotten all of our just like chit chat, chop it up shit out the way, I was trying to go by our like. What we question guidelines yeah like trying to get back to the, okay okay like this is why you're here like let's ask you these questions let's actually do a formal and i i kind of felt like he was really avoiding that like i felt like that that wasn't what he wanted to do he probably has to do that a lot yeah so it was 
like the funny thing was that was probably the most prepared we had ever been for right for somebody to come on and and none of it irrelevant didn't even matter which is cool which is also cool to not have to do any of the heavy lifting as far as driving a conversation Mm. like for both of us we're more so reactionary but it was but the conversation flowed though like because he's so well informed on so many different things yeah that it was like kindred spirits <laughs> yeah like i feel like and that's what i told him when i talked to him um afterwards because he was when i was trying to explain to him why we needed him to follow up with us and he was just like no like i told a homie like i trusted him and i'm like no but you don't understand like for one, because of who you are, like we want to make sure that we not exposing you in a way that you don't need to be exposed. If right. that's something that you're even worried about, which I don't even think, I don't even think he's worried about it for real. Like, no, because I think he was in line with his character the whole time. Yeah. Um. So that was one thing. And then I was also just saying like, um, just wanting to, I guess, get confirmation that uh the chemistry chemistry felt right to him and it did i uh reiterated to him like no nah, like i think we had a really good session because he was kind of questioning it too he was like did i do okay like what did, you know what i need to listen to like was i good like i feel like i was too blah 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 i'm like no nah, like everything was good like all of our chemistry was good there was no like there was no awkward silence no weird gaps there was no that was the hardest part because it was so much like yeah. that first edit I did was two and a half hours mm-hmm. and it was all hidden and it was like yo my sister is the only person that said that it was long but that's how our episodes have been she hasn't listened the last couple episodes oh, yeah. all our quarantine episodes have been at least 10-15 minutes longer they have an additional segment yeah but yeah so I felt really good about it. Like, to just, me, that's our best like guest so far, yeah. just, and and not, that's not crazy. for any other reason other than just like the chemistry that was like on point. That was that was the craziest part because literally all our other really good guests we've known most of our lives. Yeah, yeah. So this was kind of it was like it was a weird like get to know somebody like we know you. But, like I have been around him here and there sporadically but never like in a intimate space like oh yeah that's the homie Devin right we used to so and so back in the day or you know I used to see him on campus like it was never that like I used to see the last time I saw Devin other than other than that one awkward time that Tori and Dre (laughs) thought that they was gonna hook us up was at Austin's funeral yeah um the last time when Tori and Jure was going to hook us up, that was literally the Friday night after our first class reunion outing. Cause I was still out. Oh, okay. And they were at Waffle House for whatever reason. Um, Cause our first thing was on a Friday and they had just hit me up randomly asking me what I was doing. But so, yeah. Um, until last week I hadn't seen him in three years. So it was just like a weird, like, Okay, nigga, like, I know who you are, but I don't know who you are. Right. So this is us, like, getting to know you, and it was cool. I think it was good. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't know what to expect because I've never met him, like at all. Yeah, we all like. I knew enough people that knew him that was like, I'm sure he's a decent person or whatever. But it was funny when he got in. Oh, you know, like we opened the door and they're like, "Where's Kim at?" <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Kim? Where's Kim? He probably felt the most comfortable with me though, since yeah. I had been like doing the like, touching bases or whatever. Right. But I don't know why he started like acronyming my name like that. It was funny though. Like it was like he's so corny, but it's funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah. So, and then the other thing was, I was still trying to set up to get everything, and he was, he was in full mode Ready where he was, he we were talking about albums and shit off the rip, and it was like, okay, so this is gonna be way different than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Like, so this is gonna be an actual suburban podcast show. He came in acting silly when he kept talking about my baby hairs. I was like, nigga. <laughs> First of all, I don't do nothing aesthetically for none of you niggas. <laughs> none of you niggas. It was it was fun. People was got fun. people people got to uh, witness a lot. <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> uh, uh, um, a lot of flirting. Yeah, that's part of the feedback like they were like they flirted the entire time like yeah oh who said that um my sister said that and then who else that's funny but yeah was not expecting that no the funniest part is y'all didn't hear the worst of the flirting (laughs) and you will never hear it you will never oh my god (laughs) we are the only ones that heard that and jesus christ (laughs) Hey, don't ever. <laughs> hey, when she say she shoot her shot, I, was I lying? Was nah. I lying? Niggas don't be believing me, bro. It was like Michael Jordan is prime. <laughs> Pull it up, and I didn't know who was shooting better. It was like watching uh, LeBron and Kobe go at it. <laughs> yeah, niggas don't be believing me when I say I be shooting my shot. Um, what's Shit. the funniest part? Bro, when he said Roland Martin is like the barber that nobody sits in this chair and he's just mad <laughs> was so funny. What? Yeah, it's so it was so descriptive. It was so on, on target. It was crazy. What else was really funny to me? When Do- he was talking about Dr. Umar <laughs> and uh David Banner. <laughs> Who do you know, David? Who do you know? It's rooms. <laughs> He's just such a smart ass. Yeah. But it's so funny. Like, you were right. Like, he does need, like, a cartoon because. Animated. Because he can do the different voices and everything. It was just like, man, this dick is wild. And it just, like, I don't know. His reactions to shit. Like, he's just. The other weird thing is, it was like meeting the cooler version of you. And you're like, man, this nigga's just like. <laughs> Like what the fuck? <laughs> Didn't expect that shit. Yeah, well he hit, well he hit me up and he said juices feels like my long lost cousin. And I was like, <laughs> yep, yep, that that matches. That's like that's in our description, right? On <laughs> iTunes, right? I have thought about changing that to our description on one of the things. Is it SoundCloud maybe? But anyway, 
The yeah. most interesting thing though is finding out that that nigga is indeed a nigga. Bruh. Uh, that shit was so funny when he got in and we were like alright so are you gonna be negro uh, <laughs> Devin or are you gonna be nigga Devin? he asked specifically he was like oh no I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a nigga he was like are you asking me about African Americans <laughs> <laughs> like yes nigga <laughs> um, I had to let him know about his um, response skills though <laughs> Had to read him real quick. He definitely falls under fuckboy who don't text back. <laughs> like, sir, we need you to just respond like real quick, real quick. But the busiest fuck. He is a busy man. Um, if y'all did not know, he is renovating his own home, um, which is really really nice. Yeah. And um, shit, he be doing renovations pretty much day in and day out so that's another thing too like you took some time to come and right come and chill with us because he didn't leave my house till 12 yeah it was late it was very late because even after we did our like first off uh we recorded we recorded till like 10 yeah we recorded for three and a half hours and then we sat in my living room for another hour pretty much having the interview that we would have had on microphone off mic because the off air podcast always be hitting <laughs> every time and then i was like fuck why did i fucking keep going like and then i would have had to edit a six hour fucking podcast then you would have had to do like three parts right i already thought i was going to do two yeah because i still have stuff i could use but it's just i was able to condense enough you'll have to sift through that a little bit more though yeah i didn't i, I ran out of time with a lot of it but but yeah, yeah, we kicked it hard. Yeah. So, shout out to you, Devin, if you're listening. Even though he, he did say he was, we gonna, know that you're not. No, he's definitely not <laughs> listening. <laughs> he said he was gonna listen to the review episode and pull up. Yeah. Pull up. <laughs> pull up on me. Yo, the other funny thing in the whole episode was you got to see our differences. And glimpses, no, like I, me and you, different differences. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Just the stuff that, like, well, like <laughs> I joke that you got mad that I was siding with him on shit. <laughs> oh. But no, nah, just that one time where he was like, "I feel like you like the hood niggas." <laughs> he was like, "She do." <laughs> I was like, "Damn." <laughs> like, okay, nigga. <laughs> Why you have to out me like that? It was one of those moments where it's just like complete honesty. Like, oh, I'm, I'm my bad. I didn't know. I was, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this nigga juice is wild. <laughs> if I had a chance, killed. Nah, I don't think you killed that shit because that shit was still going. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't feel like we were disagreeing. It wasn't disagreeing. It was just differences. Oh, like we have different. Anytime we have a third person or a fourth person in, our dynamic changes slightly to where yeah. you can see the differences. Like, because usually you just see where we agree on stuff or yeah. where we're similar. Mm-hmm. When you have another part, you're able to see different parts of my personality. Like, even my fuckboyism is there. <laughs> it comes out usually when I'm around other guys. 
Yeah, y'all were riding for future real hard. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I just want to be just like that nigga. And I was like, oh. I wanted to keep that in, but it would have been too long. But that was funny, too. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> we're just going to have to do, like, bloopers and outtake. I got so much stuff I'm sitting on. <clears throat> it's overwhelming, to be honest. Yeah, I bet. But it's like, it's gold. <laughs> Yeah, one day we're just going to have to have like a compilation of this crazy stuff. <laughs> It'll be funny. Um, especially the bloopers from that episode. Cause this, it was a lot of stuff that could have been left in that I just cut for time. Yeah. The one thing that I did wish we had talked about more, that was interrupted when the pizza came, was when uh, me and him were joking that women aren't uh, women aren't attracted to anything really. Oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, I remember when I was talking about uh, I forgot who I was talking about, but y'all were like, "Those aren't traits." Um, Amarion. Oh, yeah. Because like we were like, man, Amarion is not attractive, and you're like, Amarion has a nose ring. I was like, and look dreads. at his nose ring. You're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that doesn't. What does that tell you about anybody? <laughs> uh, that was not a good example. Amarion been fine though. I know, but it was just the fact that you went to something that literally means nothing. Proved your point, right? Yeah. It was like, man. <laughs> and I was about to go in, and then the pizza came, and I was like, no. <laughs> like see you see <laughs> i mean but we can make the same argument for men but i don't think we can and he has started making that argument but it, it shifted like from a uh i don't think guys read into some like uh aesthetic choices as being deeper than just aesthetic choice man no uh... The reason why a lot of women out here doing what they doing today is like for male gaze. But that's where they going wrong because, you know, what men like anything. <laughs> I don't know. Based on uh, now that we have things where we can actually track uh, what people gravitate towards there. I mean, the reason why we would ever we believe that men are aesthetic creatures is because for one the whole wandering eye uh saying and then two like now that we have i know instagram comes up a lot but now that we have instagram we can literally see like interactions that happen with certain accounts for certain yeah, aesthetics but, yeah but i i don't think that reads any more than just attraction that doesn't tell anything about like traits or personality no because like he was bringing are up, you really out here saying that men care about traits and personalities more than aesthetics no i'm saying that it's a, a balance that we care about personalities and traits also man uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean yes there are some of y'all do yes most of y'all <laughs> most of y'all who have good sense are, and are actually looking for a lifetime partner y'all understand that those things are more yeah. important than than what 
That's all I'm saying. But for the most part, we feel like, and we have always been taught, and men have always agreed that men are very sexual creatures and are driven by physical traits. Men are sexually attracted to women. Well, I mean, or well, heterosexual men are attracted to women. The whole essence of a woman. It's not even just the look of a woman. Get conversation, they'd be like, "Man, I'm really feeling it." But that's what he was explaining. Like, there's, there's like, baby got back. There's all these. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, but that's. I mean, I could, I get how you could get that impression, but it's it's more complex than that. People like to make men more simple than what we are. I don't think so. I have always said men are complex. Yeah, but you just said we don't. <laughs> I'm saying that's not what we have been conditioned to right, believe. Like, but nobody's out here being like, oh, we care about personality too until very recently. But also we do. People feel comfortable enough to say it now. I get yeah. that. Conditioning wise, you would think that men are only, and that's, that's a problem with the way we've communicated over the last thousands of years that this image of what a man is isn't really what a man is. Yeah, because, I mean, literally, <laughs> most of what we have seen as women is how men react to certain women who look a certain way and have a certain body type. And Yeah, but I think that just because I'm attracted to somebody doesn't mean that I want to build a life with them. Right. So my, my, I think my point is like, like, I'm sorry. My point was that this, that like in knowing other women, it seems like that they'll look at some things and only focus on those things. Like, like physically. Yeah. Or even, not even physically, just oh, he got the new J's and he's got waves. I feel like I literally feel the same for men and knowing other men. <laughs> yeah, but that's what that's what we'll tell you. We're more guarded. We'll tell each other. Then that's that's what, y'all's fault. Then. No, I know, but that's what we were saying because we were like, because uh, I can't remember what we said. And we were saying, they think we talk like, oh, we were talking about, like, dudes don't just be like, I'm going to fuck this girl's life up. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. And we actually usually chide the men that would do that. I think it's just also a given, too, that because women are typically the nurturers that we are generally looking for love and, like, a partner. uh, But I don't think y'all are looking for a partner. I don't think all of y'all are looking for a partner. And I don't think all of y'all are looking for a good personality. We're not. But I'm saying, like, I think when we when we look for a partner, we look for certain things that aren't based on looks because looks will fade. Yeah. We understand that. I feel like it's it's a certain demographic that we're talking about. Any Anybody that is... Any nigga that's worth the shit. Heavily influenced by Instagram. Like, Instagram culture demographic... Those are the people that are looking for these physical things. But it's the same thing as with porn. Like, 
it's a peek into your sexuality, but it's not telling the whole story of what you're attracted to. No, but I'm saying like, uh, so there's, there's people like us who are grown and we are looking for partners and we're looking past certain things. Can I look at a nigga and say, yeah, he fine. But I also feel like he will fuck my shit up. <laughs> so I'm not going to go that route to yeah. settle down with him. Absolutely. But I feel like what I'm saying is I feel like there's a certain age group who are putting an emphasis on physical. Like when we were younger. Yeah, like definitely. 19 to 24, when 25. When your hormones are peaking. Yeah, all of we course. Ca- all we cared about It's all about was, sex. Right. So it's who's the most attractive and who can I get with that's the most attractive. But I feel like that got carried on into a lot of people's later years, though. Now, especially with like all this plastic surgery shit and all of the um, the hip hop culture. Like at first it was the video Vixen look. And I think like Buffy the Body came out in uh, I Like the Way You Move. That was a uh, Kai Johnson. I used to read King a lot. Shout um, out to Quentin who uh, busted my shit out for that. <laughs> when 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 that happened, I feel like is when like hips and ass and just like being thick like exploded again. Because at first it came out, it was a big thing first with Baby Got Back. Yeah, yeah, but I also think there was another thing that happened around two thousand three that. Uh, play just as big of a role and uh beyonce when did booty just come out oh two oh three mm, yeah, anyway one. the rise of beyonce the rise of video vixens and the rise of j-lo j-lo made it to where that's that's what the it girl look became mm-hmm. but at the same time being thick wasn't synonymous with being How did I say this? <laughs> Having a good personality. No, not even that. Uh, thick girls got hollered at even if they were had an ugly face. Yeah. But now, the ugly face thick girls are changing their faces <laughs> Well, I mean, to look like one thing. Women are going to be hollered at once again. Like I, so I feel like there's, there's two components to this. There's the sexual part, mm-hmm. and then there's the, there's the emotional mental part but i not to say that it's all women but i do think that there are there's a segment of women who equate the sexuality same as with men they equate sexuality with being sexually attracted to somebody as being a a determinant of somebody's character like yeah i could see that i just feel like men do this i just feel you're trying to tell me that women do it more than men no i'm just saying i feel like it's an equal i feel like we don't talk about women doing it as much as men that's all i'm saying really yeah i mean that's essentially to me this essentially to me like what a gold digger is almost you're just digging for a different thing i yeah i could feel you but like a gold digger is talked about a lot because but even a gold digger is looked at from most men's eyes as she just using what she got to get what she want. That's that's how men think that if, yeah. if I was a woman, I would do this. Mm. So it, it's even a different reaction from that. Like I can accept like gold digger. I think it is talked about just in a different way. Like 
a lot like i especially like when you post a nigga and be like oh he look like he don't text back like that yeah i mean but that's fairly common i'm not fairly new yeah. now because for a long time let's just be honest the niggas ain't shit thing has been trending and we're starting to see more and more some of these women ain't shit either yeah i mean like we've always been considered dogs I think gold diggers were the dogs of the women. Yeah, but the real dogs of the women <laughs> are also dogs. <laughs> the ones that uh, just knowingly choose stupid ass situations. Yeah. And then want to say that they were gaslit or all this shit. Like, no, bitch. <laughs> you chose to do that shit. <laughs> and it's just like, with, uh, it's the same way with niggas. If niggas or have a wandering guy or whatever and be like well she was doing this to me. Like, no nigga you chose to right. do fuck shit yeah accountability but yeah that, that conversation was gonna be funny <laughs> and, and the pizza guy ruined it all because <laughs> this nigga Devin had to eat <laughs> right randomly too <laughs> the way he asked he's like can we order pizza <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, ain't nobody stopping us. <laughs> He's lucky we did it at 10, though, because we were about to not be able to order an hour, pizza. yeah. Don't they shut down at, like, at 11? I think so. Yeah. Cutting it close. But yeah, um, it's so much bad stuff going on right now that I don't, I don't, I don't know. What you mean? Like all this, like well, we've seen a rise in lynchings again. Oh yeah. Mm. And I ain't got nothing else to say about this stuff except for that one today messed me up. Yeah, that shit. That seeing a lifeless body laying on the concrete. I will never get used to and we should never get used to. And just like actually watching the demeanor of the cop who was killing him is just like like he just looked so like and like, then I hate it when when you know the bystanders came and they were asking him questions like well how long do you have to keep him down like can you put him in the car yet and they were just like we tried that for 10 minutes and I'm like bro you can like, say that all you want when these people walk up halfway into whatever is going on, but, but we don't know how long you tried. Right. And he was jerking in the video I saw. He was jerking in the beginning, and then you see him slowly die. Yeah. And it's obvious that he's dead. And yeah. then they try to cover their tracks, act like they're going to check his pulse. Can't do that. When, they, when he started saying that his stomach was hurting, that's when I knew some shit was really fucked up. Because that meant that like his oxygen was really being cut. Yeah. And so when a girl starts saying like his nose is bleeding, I was like, it's done. And but the cop had his fucking hand in his pocket the whole time while his knee was on his neck. And I'm like, what, the, what the fuck? Like how angry, like how, how much hate in your heart do you really have to have? Like for you to feel this good about doing this input and it was like right like they weren't trying to cover anything up they were right in the middle of the fucking street traffic was still happening 
nobody was really stopping except for the people on the sidewalk the other cop the fucking asian cop he can get his ass kicked too because you weren't trying to do nothing to say anything to this other cop about how he was mistreating this dude and then he started blocking the camera view yeah when the dude was show like showing that he was clearly dead and then i think that he touched old dude like the other dude the black dude that was in the background yeah yeah and, and then because like, the one dude on the camera was like i dare you to do that to me bruh and then today i feel like i retweeted just now they said that four of the officers that were involved in the incident were terminated and i'm like that so somebody don't died. Mean shit like what else like now what what are they gonna do after that because this man did not have to fucking die i don't care if he was on drugs i don't care if he had just stolen something or whatever the fucking case was he didn't have to die not like that no nobody should just die in the street and then even even if he did commit just a heinous crime it's not your job as a police officer to be executioner that's not your job no it's i'm just tired man like i'm what bro i don't know what else to do like i don't know i don't know what else to say either it just it's very frustrating it's very annoying I'm tired of getting upset. I, that's why I, I deactivated my Facebook today. <laughs> I just went ahead and pulled the trigger. I was like, man, fuck it. Because this is where Facebook is honestly where I see the most tragic news more consistently. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not, I'm not going to do it no more. Like, I'm tired of, it's, I feel like it's nothing we can fucking do. Like, I think that's part of the reason why it's so upsetting is like, we can talk about it. But nothing's going to change. And we can protest about it and boycott and all this other shit. And things might be okay for, you know, 11 months. But then it's like, I don't know. It's, I don't know how to feel. Like, I, I hate, I hate having that like mentality of nothing's gonna change nothing's gonna help nothing's gonna change until white people wake up i'm i'm done fighting man i'm done begging for humanity right for you to care and or for you when somebody dies not to go look and see anytime they stole a piece of gum to justify why somebody was murdered in the street and it's crazy to me that like this is what's happening to black people during a pandemic, but we literally have white people that are like coughing and spitting on people. Yeah. And rioting in the streets because they're being oppressed. And none of them are being taken in or arrested for anything. No. And they're pulling guns on cops, pushing cops in the subway bazooka. My nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you at Jason's deli with a sniper rifle? <laughs> <laughs> What is protocol for a bazooka? Like, what? <laughs> like, how is that? Man, I'm four second amendment, but you don't Calm need no down. bazooka, bro. A bazooka, my nigga? <laughs> Golly. It's, man, it's two different Americas, man. And I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm, I don't. And that's why I like when people are like, uh, they're race baiters. 
We're talking about people are race babies. Like, we don't want to have to deal with this. No. Things are about race regardless of whether or not we say something about it. It's because we live in a racist country. We live in a racist society. Every, race is going to be in everything. Oh, speaking of, did you watch Insecure? Yes. When Molly had her incident, which... <laughs> Molly being Molly, right? <laughs> she kind of made a mountain out of, of of a microaggression. She didn't have to. It, I mean, especially on vacation, like just just calm down. right. It's like but, you knew you were gonna experience a little racism when you went to somewhere else. Issa set that up so that the conversation could be had between another minority. Yeah, which um, like a lot of people were saying on Twitter, like we don't normally get to see. Asians talk about oppression and we don't unless it's like an Asian show or movie mm-hmm. we don't really get to see you know what I'm saying like straight off the boat and then crazy rich Asians yeah we don't really get to see Asian people talk about you know what I'm saying how white people view them or whatever but at the same time Asians are very discriminatory towards black people yeah but we also have black people have more interactions with Asian people than a lot of people realize yeah because they have invested in our communities and stuff for years. Mm-hmm. And there's there's racism, but there's also a mutual love of yeah. Asians and black people. Like, you got Wu-Tang loving every kung fu movie ever. Every black person loves Bruce Lee. I mean, anime. Anime. You got... Uh, Shit, we just love the fucking... Most of the cultural shit, the food, right. my nigga, and they and they love our cultural stuff. They love hip hop. They love break dancing. They love fashion. They, we got a lot in common, but we forget that, and then we also build up these barriers to that we're different, and it's also based on the the myth of the model minority, which man, I forgot to. Uh-oh. I didn't like that Andrew's brother though was no he needed to be slapped like yeah. this ain't this is your first go round with your brother's new girlfriend and you want to play devil's advocate like we don't know each other well enough for you to be devil's advocate you, you might be, be the devil <laughs> <laughs> this ain't mm-mm. and then like I am glad that they didn't let it to where uh Andrew sided, sided with his with brother him. yeah I'm glad that he decided to. But also at the same time, Molly was wrong for saying that Asians don't consider themselves minorities until, uh, what'd she say? Molly was backtracking. <laughs> she was, she was backtracking a lot. I, I just, so the thing that started the whole thing, I'm just like, Molly, you were on vacation at a bougie ass resort. In Puerto Vallarta. Ooh, say that shit again. <laughs> and <laughs> you letting this little thing right here. First of all, you didn't have a card. So right. I'm saying if that was the policy and you didn't walk up on them white people soon enough to see whether or not they flashed their card or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in, even if they didn't, who knows if maybe they did earlier that day and she was just giving them a pass because she had already seen who knows like you don't know what the situation was for you to just jump straight into 
oh, it's a race thing. So I'm just like, bro, if I'm on a nice ass vacation like that, I ain't trying to start no beef with nobody for nothing. Like, no. If she has said, oh, I need to see your key card, you know, before I can issue this to you. Cool. I'm going to go over to Andrew be like, hey, babe, let me get the key card. Right. <laughs> like that's another. And I think that was another. Um, that was another stitch in the thread of them kind of showing her like spiraling again, which we because we saw her at the end. Call and make appointment with her therapist. Right. But like every little thing was like. The other thing was with that, she was. It's almost what we talked about with Devin last week when it's like blacks in other places view any kind of oppression as, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, bruh, that happens to me like every day. Right. Like those microaggressions. Yeah. That's an everyday thing. Like somebody called me boy the other day. Yeah, <laughs> like that. I've been called gal before, and I'm just like, uh. and it's like, yeah, like that's speaking of the uh, devil's advocate thing. I mean, <laughs> when I was talking, he was talking about the Joe Biden thing mm. about, and then I was like, yeah, it was a stupid joke, but I mean, based on my everyday life, I experienced so much more racist stuff, and I was like. I like the other day somebody called me boy, and then so it's like, <laughs> but in that old white guy's defense, and then he just let it sit, and then I saw the dots, and he's like, "Nah, I'm just playing. That's racist <laughs> as fuck." <laughs> and I was like, "Man, I hate you. This fucking stupid." Uh, we need to have him on the show. We do. That's what I want on. He's still uh. He ain't going to work for two more months. Yeah, my mom is, I think they are slowly letting people back, like, in the middle of next month. So. Oh, the other thing before we move on. um, I, I retweeted somebody earlier. They might have taken the video down. But it was an Asian guy. He was a South uh, Asian guy. And he was talking about how uh, believing in the idea of the mind the the idea of the model minority is propping up white supremacy mm-hmm. and it's literally based in the idea that before 1965 uh they allowed only the best Asians to inter- immigrate into this country if mm-hmm. they could be doctors or stuff like that the reason it happened in 1965 is because of integration and they benefited from a system that was fought for by blacks. So buying into the uh, model minority thing is helping prop up white supremacy. I was like, yes, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's still just you. I don't want to say policing, but that's you pretty much policing yourself in a very strategic way. That is you still making sure that you follow the rules right you know what i'm saying like and as long as you follow the rules you'll be at the top of this hierarchy of non-blacks right but yeah um that was interesting um i really like to do that uh plays asian bay oh yeah alexander hodge he also has a black girlfriend in real life i bruh you could kind of tell the dude got too much swag. Seems to like a pretty stand-up guy, honestly. <laughs> right, but 
He got too much level of swag to not have <laughs> ever dipped his toe. Asians be swaggy though. Yeah, they do. Asians be swaggy as hell. I would date an Asian dude. Definitely. Not just because of him. <laughs> anybody in general. I've been peeped Asian swag. Like Asians be swaggy out here. Um Yeah. Um oh did you want to go ahead and talk about joe biden since we mentioned him yeah i did not even get to start the part where he got on i started listening to it today and i didn't i didn't even get to the part where they introduced him on the show I'm not. I didn't watch the full thing because fuck Charlemagne, but <laughs> I did watch the little clip of him saying the thing, mm. and it was clearly a joke. Like context, yeah, it's clearly a joke. It's a bad and awful joke that no white person should ever make. No. But it was a joke. The thing I didn't like is all these black conservatives and black Republicans. We're saying, oh, see, this is, the, this is why you need to get off the plantation. All this other stuff. Like, bro, you weren't going to vote for Joe Biden regardless. Quit trying to disturb son. We going to vote for him still over Trump. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. This isn't like, this isn't. Right. Joe Biden saying that is not anything dropping the bucket compared to all the shit that Donald Trump has done or said. On a daily basis, Donald Trump proves that he don't like anybody, especially black people. It ain't no, you think tons of black people would be like, you know what? Oh, we haven't heard Trump out. We need to, (laughs) we need to go with him. Like, nah. Fuck that nigga. Yeah. We know who we voting for. And it damn sure ain't Donald uh, J. Trump. Um, speaking of the little black conservatives, Candace Owens is even crazier than we thought she was. Man. She was out here defending that lady who uh, called the police on him, that guy in New York. Oh, shit. And what did she say? I got to pull it up because. Because her and Donald Trump, I have muted. I don't ever see nothing. Yeah, I, I had her muted too, but like some kind of way I, I saw it came through. So she had went on this whole rant thing about like uh for those of you who need the backstory, here's the full article with the guy telling exactly what happened about what he said. This woman is being dragged as a racist for n- absolutely no reason. And somebody was like, Whatever the real story, she was choking that poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> wait up i gotta find it the full thing all right so essentially in the article they talk about that she was uh the lady was letting the dog run in the part that's supposed to be leashed well um the guy told her she needed to put the leash on the dog because he was bird watching and there's certain uh ground birds that are only available in that part of Central Park. And so, of course, she was being a Karen and being like, ah! And so he said, what I'm about to do, you're not going to like. So he reached in his pocket and pulled out dog treats. 
to try to get the dog to come over so she would have to leash the dog because he had done that before. So that's when she decided that she was going to call the police and tell them that an African-American man was trying to give some treats to a dog. Right. He was threatening her. So Candace, dumbass, wanted she don't even be making sense at this point. (laughs) Like she just be saying what drives her money man but like she just be saying stupid stuff that's she's in she's a perfect example of the token black now it ain't even token she she a coon she cooning yeah but being a token is kind of i don't know it it has some coonery it has a touch of coonery but i feel like a coon is somebody who purposely tries to hurt a show yeah to hurt black people yeah that's true so another black conservative this this dude's a kid he's only like 20 but they keep propping him up to be like the voice of black conservative going forward his name is cj pearson i try not to judge him because he's a kid (laughs) but be like he's an idiot but i hope that he'll grow up but even he was like candace (laughs) (laughs) and she just question marked and he was like she's choking the dog what he said and the tone he said it in doesn't even sound threatening. You you can't even see him reach for anything. She started fake crying and screaming about a black man to the police. How is this defensible? And that's when everyone was like, oh, he going at her too. This nigga spit. <laughs> and then she was like, it's always defensible to call the cops when somebody says you're not going to like what I'm going to do and then reaches in their pockets by his own admission read his own words about what he said before she freaked out like no bitch and then also she said some shit because i have her blocked that i didn't see until today she said some stuff about how people like native american groups want to act like white people just came over here and killed people and that they were just bad bad white men when they were literally cannibals and it was like whoa no they weren't that's like deep-seated like that's old school racism that's vintage that the indians were eating each other never trust a black woman who can't do her makeup or her hair (laughs) (laughs) yo it ain't even about Uh, her being married to a white dude it ain't nothing about that because anybody can marry anybody they want it's about don't ever trust somebody who hair just never it never is right. That means you don't got the right friends in your corner. Right. You probably don't have friends. There's no way you have friends. And if you do, they're all white and they can't help you with your hair. No. They can't. They can't help you with your makeup either. I'm sorry. <laughs> is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> is it worth it to sell your soul and never get good skincare products or good hair products? Can't be no because at some point you're not going to be this candace owens that we know and then what are you going to do then who are you going to be right what is going to happen when the donald trump's of the world are pushed out because eventually that will happen it always happens like conservatives would be cool with some stuff for a little bit and then it's like nah, we need to get these niggas out right that day will come and what will you do when you're not the token black? When you don't have your same seat. 
What you gonna do? Is she gonna do like a Don Lemon and try to like come back? I've almost forgiven Don Lemon. Cause Don Lemon is out here with it. <laughs> I ain't forgot, but I've almost forgiven. He I mean But he didn't go as far as her. In time. She's out here pro uh going against reparations and <laughs> like next level like she's farther than tommy lauren she, yeah i was getting ready to say her and tommy lauren gotta be best friends at this point which i don't know i haven't even heard from her anymore is it because i have her muted as well I don't it know. might be but i think her i think she didn't calm down a little bit you can't walk around with fake outrage all the time and that's why i don't think candace owens realizes yeah oh one second cooper is out here he needs you. Yeah, I think it looks good. Looks good. Oh, yeah. Is that going to be like our signature thing? It's like our tag. I was telling her about how recently I've realized a lot of my relationship stuff stems from my mom. <laughs> like, what do you mean when you say relationship stuff? Uh, the longing for acceptance. Mm. And just stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, seeking validation from people that are emotionally unavailable. Because my mom was so depressed most of my life. <laughs> I really wish I could connect <laughs> my dating issues. Yeah. It, it feels freer knowing that. But I kind of feel like I always knew that. I just yeah. had to process it. Um, yeah, I, I literally, I mean, I always talk about, like, physical touch being my love language because my parents were not touchy people. But as far as, like, how I keep seeming to <laughs> disregard a lot of red flags and situations, um... I don't know what that's about. I feel like a lot of that mostly is just because I haven't been. We don't really have we we didn't really have the proper relationship conversation. Also, like. Was never really told or taught. What kind of man or what traits in a man to. Look for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just kind of like this is what a man should do as far as like gender roles type thing. Like a man should, all, my mom used to be so old school. Like you should never go to a man. A man should always come to you. No, like if I was ever like, I'm going to go to Matt's house or I'm, we're going to go to the movies. She'd be like, Oh, you're driving. He's not coming. Pay. I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> it's not that deep fam. Not <laughs> as far as like with stuff like that, but I do kind of feel like, a man should a man does have certain responsibilities yeah in a relationship and women shouldn't compromise themselves 
Yeah, but I wasn't really taught that. Like, yeah. that that was my example of, you know what I'm saying, what I was supposed to do and what I wasn't right. supposed to do. Like, oh, I can't drive to this nigga house? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think in some ways they think that that's what they're actually telling us. Yeah. By leading, by example. But It's not. No. My mom did not want us to date. My parents didn't either. And that's I think why that's, I didn't have my first relationship until I was a senior in high school. But my parents, like, all the way up through, like, middle school when people were kind of starting to date more seriously, like 14, 15, mm-hmm. my parents wasn't with that shit. I couldn't talk on the phone with nobody for real. Like, for one, I already didn't have a phone until right. I was 16. <laughs> Damn. Definitely wasn't supposed to be on that phone past nine o'clock or was it seven back then because that's when minutes were not free or minutes were free after seven yeah but i wasn't supposed to be on the phone past nine you had two hours of cake and you had to get through <laughs> dead like that shit dead my parents weren't out here i mean that's how my parents weren't also i think my parents i've said this before i think my parents all always assumed that i would just figure it out yeah and the special child i was i didn't just have those tools because <laughs> i wouldn't i still ain't figured it out <laughs> same but like uh yeah i think that's part of the reason why i seek validation from people and i had to get to a point to where i'm not mad i just know that that's where it was yeah which i'm glad i didn't realize that till i was 30 because if i was 20 something i probably would have been like a little bitch I'm like this is the reason why <laughs> so i don't necessarily seek validation i think i just uh i think it's it's just like pressure a lot of societal pressure and then i'm getting you know the same pressure from my mom yeah about just being in a relationship in general and and it just makes me like oh every small little inkling of a possible opportunity i need to like latch on and make it be a thing but you can't force it yeah which i've learned which like like i said last week the hard way right (laughs) that's the only way we can learn a lot of this stuff which sucks like damn parents you couldn't this is the shit that you're supposed to save me from yeah but can't save everyone. I'm hard headed. I was probably gonna have to learn the hard way anyway. You know that about yourself, though. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I th- like I said last week, I think part of your problem is not to be like I know what your problems are, but <laughs> <laughs> but I know what your problems are. Um, <laughs> it's because you shoot your shot. Yeah, I don't really know any other way. It's got to be a better way. I feel like if I don't shoot my shot. Because a lot of niggas feel like, I mean, if you shoot your shot after a certain point, after it's understood. Yeah. That's, but like a lot of niggas, when they think, oh, she's shooting a shot, it's a negative connotation to that. Well, I heard a lot of niggas would actually appreciate a woman. No, I mean, no. Yeah, if it's, you know, if it's understood, yeah. Because that would help me a lot in a lot of situations because I'm so unsure about myself. It's like, is this, I, am I reading this right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, 
it's it's just a preference thing. P- different people like different things. Uh yeah, I am a type A type of woman, and I think that's part of it. I don't know how to turn that part down yet. I'm yeah. trying. You gotta fine tune it. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. I'm trying. If I see something that I'm interested in, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pursue it. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't it's know. The love of the game. I have literally, <laughs> and not, not just like with men, like just with shit in general. That's just if I want to do something, I'm gonna fucking do it. <laughs> I'm like that to a fault. I hate that. It, I don't know. I hate that it it comes with such a negative connotation just because I'm a woman. A lot of things. It sucks to be a woman, bro. <laughs> Outside looking in, of course, I'm sure it's some good things. There's a lot of bad. It seems like, yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not all fun games. It is like the shit that, like, the gender norms. I'm supposed to know. I kind of don't have to know. Like, I can't fix no fucking car. I can't fix sinks. <laughs> sinks. <laughs> I can. I can fix your computer. <laughs> that you can do. But yeah, it's it's tough out here. Yeah, so, so you think I just need to shoot my shot less, or not at all? I think less, but more, more. Uh, you know, basketball. You know, analytics. You know, what analytics are. Yeah. Like so, it's just like knowing. What percentage is your success rate on the basketball court? Are you a three-point specialist? Are you a mid-range shooter? Are you, like, under the rim? Hakeem Olajuwon, footwork. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just knowing when to shoot your shot. Oh, shit. I'm a midpoint shooter. How so? I just be out here. <laughs> nah, man, you can't be as out here in the middle of the field. Just <laughs> nah, you you ain't a mid- trying. <laughs> you ain't a mid range shooter. You uh, Steph Curry, you shoot like from the uh, tunnel. You like man, eventually these gonna go in. <laughs> you a long distance shooter, field goal. But yeah, I I don't know. Have you ever thought about that or, or am I like? Yeah, I mean, I think about a bunch of shit about why I'm terribly shitty at catching a nigga. Um, I just don't know. I feel like I've tried a lot <laughs> and nothing sticks. Like like Kalani said, it was all good until it wasn't. Like, <laughs> right. shit be fine and then it's not. And I'm like, where the fuck? But also, based on knowing a little about Kalani's relationship history, it was tons of red flags with uh, YG. Yeah. Do you think that was strictly about YG? I I don't think it was all strictly about YG. Because we forget about Kyrie now. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. That was right before YG. Oh, what's his name? Her baby dad was right before watching. Yeah, but were they dating or were they just kind of like? I think they were kind of friends that were hooking up. around. Yeah. yeah, and then like it wasn't a panic. Yeah, they just meet. They had a love child, and right? They are. That's what they're. 
that that term isn't tossed around anymore, and that that's totally what a lot of these babies are. That's what, yeah, yeah. And it's not also like that's not even a. I don't think it's a negative connotation for that. I don't think it is either. But also, love child is very like it's very hippie. We don't really, we don't really coin that term on babies outside of that kind of like culture. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like Erica Badu's children, we'll call those love child, love children, and you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. Because those are those are the people of that culture, but we're in the future and Sierra's baby was a love child. Was a love child. Even though I mean they were they were in a what they people, engaged? people put also have different definitions for love child. So a lot of people think like, oh, a love child is a child you make out of wedlock. Right. Some people will just say a love child is a child that wasn't necessary wasn't necessarily planned but we weren't panicking we weren't upset we had a mutual agreement that whether or not you know we stayed together or not we would raise this child it's a lot of that these situations where like (laughs) people be breaking up and shit be ugly like i don't consider those love children (laughs) it's a break baby (laughs) (laughs) like yeah i would be open to having not love child but having a non-traditional family in that sense because i don't know it just depends yeah it depends on the who the person would be with i wouldn't just be like if i'm not married i don't i'm not gonna have kids or i don't want kids if i was with a nigga for years and we decided like okay look you know what i'm saying we probably ain't getting married because we just not feeling the marriage shit but we know that you know what i'm saying we love each other and we gonna be together you know, it's, this is gonna sound real hypocritical. I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't be down with that shit in that situation. If you you gotta commit to me or not. Now we can commit. But I thought you were you just no. Not I'm saying, saying that I I'm saying that I could commit to raising a child with this person. Hypothetically speaking, even if we're not gonna be together, we, we will always share. That we're parents first. I think that's. I don't. I'm not saying I necessarily have to be with that person. If I was with somebody for years and they never wanted to marry me, I don't know if I could bring a kid into. This well, no, that's what I was saying. Like, if we decide to have a child and we are not married, and we feel like in that moment we know that we're going to be together, but we might not end up together, that we still make an agreement that we're still going to raise this child together. Yeah. But because you could say that you're going to be with somebody forever and still not be with that person forever. This is true. Like, Hey, we love each other. You're not really feeling the marriage shit. If we (laughs) do have a child, let's raise this shit together. No matter what happens between us. All right, my nigga. Right. (laughs) You cool. You cool. We ain't going to get the courts involved. Like, let's do what we need to do. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's the same. I wrote down a couple things. Oh, so everybody's been wilding out this week. We had the Joe Biden thing. Then we had, 
Lana Del Rey decide that she was going to be a pick me and then talk smack about all of these. Who was she trying to get picked by? I guess saying that she's not overly sexual in her videos and stuff. Bitch, that ain't nobody fault but yours. Right. But she also be having some toxic, like, man, I have a love-hate relationship with Lana Del Rey. Like, I'm partially in love with her (laughs) because... Because you like her melancholy music. Yeah, and I also am strangely attracted to witchy vibes. (laughs) I don't know why. And I've recently accepted that about myself, but... A witch. It's a witch. (laughs) You a fucking witch. You a fucking witch. (laughs) Which one of y'all is a witch? Um, (laughs) She did too much. She got in her feelings and she did too much. Yeah. First then, of all, like, where your music been? Where you been? She came out an album last year. <laughs> it was banging, too. So then what's the problem? Why you mad? Right. And then also, it's not like she's never gotten attention. People call Norman fucking Rockwell, which is the one from last year, album of the year. Um, When she first hit the scenes, she was out here. Yes. She was... Like headlining, period. Bonnaroo, baby? She had a song on fucking Great Gatsby soundtrack. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she had that video with ASAP as JFK. Like, what? Why are you mad? Who made, who got you? You just seeing other people be like in the limelight more heavily and you feel away? Sounds like hate. But why you only call out? people of color and then it was like one white person they threw out in there um ariana grande yeah and she's italian so you know that's i ain't saying she a person of color but she ain't necessarily she ain't you (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) she ain't you um yeah i don't know i didn't get it i'm just like girl first of all Keep Beyonce name out your mouth. Right. First of all, Beyonce ain't done nothing out here for nobody to be upset about. It's funny to be a member of a cult. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't be mad at this specific woman for nothing. But there's also plenty of other women you can't be upset about. You can't be mad at Meg. She ain't done nothing to nobody. Can't be mad at Doja. Ooh, but you can be mad at Doja Cat now, Bruh. Um, I so many questions. What the fuck? I don't know. Now I just have so many thoughts because I was still <laughs> <laughs> you're still ready to ride for Beyonce. Still, I'm still going off on Lana. I don't know. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's just too much. Jesus take the wheel is all I can say. I, I mean, I already wasn't a huge fan of Doja to begin with. Bro, that say so is a jam. I'll be riding. I'll be feeling like a 13-year-old girl listening to that song. Didn't yeah. even notice. I like disco mm-hmm. shit, though. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It, it reminds me a lot of some Gwen Stefani shit. Yeah. Um, and I haven't even like deliberately listened to the song. I just kind of hear it. She got bops out here. Um, but I also feel that way about that SZA and Justin Timberlake song. 
the one from Trolls Universe? It's like a little disco track. Mm, I have to hear it specifically. I probably know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. But yeah, I don't understand this Doja Cat thing though. It's it's so many different layers, and I don't know. So like, she was in some chat rooms. So apparently, she's one of those weird kids that, even though she's like 23, 24 years old, is still in like is Yahoo. Is she that young? Damn, I thought she was at least thirty. Yeah, I don't think she's. I don't think she's thirty. I think she's in her early twenties. I don't know why I thought she was 30. <laughs> 24. So, yeah. She apparently was on in chat rooms on Tiny Chat, which I don't know. <laughs> Heard of it. Don't know what it's about. Yeah. But apparently it's like a lot of uh, incels and white supremacists on there. Yeah, and so she would get in those chat rooms and would do fetish content. Hmm. Like, of course, you know the the Slave foot master, yeah, type shit. She did race play stuff, and bro, I know we are all into some stuff. We all into some <laughs> kinky stuff, but you got issues, bro. If you a black woman, and it's a lot bro all right so her dad is from south africa her mom's white Mm, okay but like she had already said like homophobic stuff like using the the bad f word not fuck but the bad f word Mm. i just always like to say that (laughs) um (laughs) so uh she had gotten in trouble for that and then she had gotten in trouble before because she said something like she doesn't date black men or something. Of course. And when they showed that that picture of her boyfriend, like, this the nigga? <laughs> oh, wow. I need to see that. But all of this was, like, over the last, like, years. They said he looked like the nigga that shot Drake on Degrassi. The homeboy Rick. <laughs> he does. He looks like Michael Sarah's cousin. <laughs> what does her name even mean? Like, what is what the fuck is a Doja? What is that? What's Isn't Doja, Doja weed? Is it? I don't fucking know. If it was, what does that mean? I don't know. Weed cat. Weed cat. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> I have. I, I feel like know. I have to name this weed cat. <laughs> don't oh no like maybe it's just me getting old but i just can't get into this new this these new girls i can't like i have accepted my uh my uh uncle status for sure and i'm embracing it like i ain't gonna be with all the new music i ain't gonna be with most of it i'll get to it if i get to it if i don't i got tons of stuff to listen to wasn't she the one that did that bitch i'm a cow shit yep i wasn't into that either i thought that shit was corny as hell I loved that. I, I didn't I didn't like it. Because it was trolling. Who was she trolling? Just making a, a crazy song that's still catchy. Mm. It's kinda genius. Yeah. I wasn't and, here and for and it. plus she was thick. <laughs> <laughs> See. 
I didn't say I don't like. <laughs> I didn't say I don't like women's bodies. I'm just saying that's not the number one thing. Yeah, no, I get it. But yeah, I don't know. I just ever since that, like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't like this. But it's just, man. She is like, what's? I don't think she will ever recover from this. She Probably too, not she for too a new. Long time, yeah. She, she might not ever recover from this. This is true. You can't just be like. It's one thing. People give you a hard enough time for dating outside your race or saying you you don't want date your race. Mm-hmm. To be in a white supremacist chat room showing racist your feet. <laughs> but at the same time, apparently we're like in this new thing where we're trying not to cancel people. So, yeah, you know, everybody's been talking about canceling cancel culture. <laughs> So who knows? Honestly and truly, niggas still bump R. Kelly. Like, yeah, but man, every now and then I'll get really drunk and I'll be like, <laughs> see, see, <laughs> my yeah. mind's telling me no. See? <laughs> oh shit! Like you'll be like, yo, I want to just go to Apple Music real quick. I. I'll listen to Michael Jackson now. I, it took me a while, but it was like, man, I started hearing them bops again. I was like, man. You missed it. Yeah. I, I missed just being like, it's just something about um, want to be starting something. That <laughs> you can't, I, you can't be unmoved. Yeah. Or when you hear the opening lines of Billie Jean, if you're out somewhere, you're just like, man. <laughs> Oh shit! But those are legendary people. I mean, R. Kelly. I, I try not to. It's just every now and then I get drunk and I wake up the next day and I'm like, wow, I listened to Twelve Play, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still have an R. Kelly vinyl too. I need to get rid of that. See, I was a huge R. Kelly fan before. Like that was like I was like. But people are huge Doja fans. Yeah, we can't compare Doja Cat to R. Kelly. I'm not, <laughs> but I'm saying her stands were out here saying that uh, defending her. Her fans, the people that are carrying her, are not gonna. The other thing is the people that's carrying her are, don't look like us. Clearly, I'm not surprised. So she can exist. It's just, man, I would hate to know that my whole race hate me. <laughs> Like that would really bother me. Not if that's not who she fuck with. She probably don't care. Which... You, gotta, you gotta care a little bit. Like it's got to be a small part of Candace Owens that feels dead inside. Probably, but I guess you get used to it. I guess you know wealth and fame. Is Candace always even rich from this? I don't feel like she's making. She gotta have some level of yeah, but I feel like of wealth. I don't feel like it's worth. Maybe it's just I just love black people. Couldn't see yourself doing that. Yeah, me neither. My granddad would roll over in his fucking grave if I did <laughs> stuff like that. Who are you telling? Right. So, like, who's to say her grandparents ain't doing the same? She probably is disconnected from her family. Yeah, I don't think she has much to do with her father. Hmm. Which I mean, we all got 
parent issues that manifest into <laughs> our relationships, as I have just eloquently put. But man, it's also I feel kind of weird that like you're of South African descent, you don't understand slavery. Yeah, and to play with slave stuff, I don't like that. I really I wonder, don't like that. I wonder if her parents are now aware of all the shit that she was doing. That's the other part of it. Like, you got to be like, yo, my daughter's out here. Wow. Right. <laughs> when you got to sit down with your 24-year-old rich daughter. Right. And then the the didn't do nothing song is where I'm like, I don't know if I can't. I, can't. I ain't heard it. Apparently, I didn't even know this. Apparently... In white uh, supremacist chat rooms, didn't do nothing is what they say when police kill people. Oh wow! Like oh he didn't do nothing. Like in a, and she mm. made a song about it with wow. the title. But she said she was doing it to reclaim that because she was tired of getting uh, called that. And I'm thinking, bitch, I've been a nigga my whole life. I ain't never been called that shit. <laughs> been called nigga. Tons of times. Coon, monkey, all this shit. I ain't never been called that shit. Don't be trying to say you saying you reclaiming something when you reject that part of your culture to begin with. And if you hanging out with these people enough to know that that they calling you that all the time, first off, bitch quit hanging out with these Why motherfuckers. You, right. <laughs> you get <laughs> it's just like that old Tyler the Creator uh tweet where he was like cyberbullying isn't real <laughs> turn off your phone nigga right like <laughs> which i don't away. i don't agree that cyberbullying isn't real but in yeah. this case it applies yeah bitch get out of the fucking chat room i have nothing it that that is the most like 2020 thing in the world you'd be like okay so this biracial half south african girl is in white supremacist chat room showing her feet. <laughs> Why? I'm not surprised. I don't think I'm surprised by anything anymore. Like that's really surprising with me because when I when I saw it, I was like, man, there ain't no way this is real. But it was just like, yeah, it is. It wasn't here for Doja Cat to begin with, so I'm. I just don't really. It's just, man, I know I shouldn't think that people are like me or hold people to the same values, but it's just like, man, that's wild to me. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree on that. It's just, man, how do you get, like, that's, that's, I guess, where I'm at. How do you get to that point without being like, you know what, maybe I'm tripping? Clearly, she don't got the right people. Like, you see who her boyfriend is? You don't got nobody telling you that you need to chill out. It's got to be a point. I really believe in accountability. It's got to be a point to where you got to be like, you know what? I'm tripping. Because I've gotten to that point to where I'm like, I'm really out here wilding. Not everybody can do that on their own, though. Sometimes you really have to be, like, sat down by somebody and like really think about the shit before you decide to make that kind of judgment on yourself and decide to do something about it. Like 
not everybody just comes to that conclusion on their own, especially when you have fame and wealth. Like I was talking about before, when you have power, you not you know what I'm saying? Like it's certain shit that you just don't care about letting go. It's true. This is just what man, this is the craziest year of all time. It's yeah. like every day is just something new. And it's just it I feel like it it wasn't always like this. What do you mean? Like to where like big crazy things just happen no, every day. No, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> like where it's like, man. We definitely just have way more access to people. Yeah, like we certain shit we just shouldn't know about these niggas. I shouldn't <laughs> know you were showing your feet to Klansmen. That's none of our business. <laughs> that is none of our business. Um also another crazy thing, uh the ongoing tale of the fuckboy chronicles with future. He got another baby mama out here. In our latest episode. <laughs> <laughs> Young old future has just released an album, <laughs> and future also has just been announced to be the father of yet another child. Yet another, and so his uh baby mom, number nine, number eight. Who know? Who knows how many kids future actually does have? I think. Damn, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to say it's eight. But I'm not for sure. I keep hearing seven, but then I also keep seeing nine. But I don't know if nine is the amount of children he has or if that's the amount of baby mamas he has. I mean, if he has nine baby moms, he would at least have to have nine kids. True. But But. (laughs) if he have nine kids. Future has between seven and nine children (laughs) that we know of. Right, that that can change by the time this is uh released. Could change tomorrow. Yeah, hey, you never. If on know. Thursday, if it's a different number, I apologize. But <laughs> Future was sued by his most recent baby mom, mm-hmm. and so being the fuck boy that Future is, went on Twitter and went to uh, discrediting his baby mom and yep. saying she was she looked like a dog and she was ugly. And she act how she look. And all these other just the worst misogyny and worst uh, colorism. Yeah, which I just don't ever understand that. Like, you fucked her raw. And now you want to talk shit about (laughs) what she looked like? Like, And then you want to try to put it behind you being high like that's that makes you look even more stupid so now you out here getting high (laughs) and fucking people without protection like that sounds so irresponsible like you are not making yourself look better by talking shit about the woman that you got pregnant the mother of your of your child (laughs) like (laughs) and then plus I don't get that. She may be a gold digger, but she is not ugly. <laughs> I haven't seen any photos of her. But she is actually very pretty. She is just darker than all his other baby moms. Oh, of course. Because, you know, in true fuckboy fashion, of course. he's also a colorist. Of course. Uh, hey, that new feature riding, though, that, hey, hits. 
He don't miss. Haven't listened. <laughs> you gotta listen. He's got bops. I ain't gotta do shit when it comes to future. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.